welcome back to Smoke Break Sports. I am a guy with a microphone, and we are here to celebrate my new hero in the world of Major League Baseball. And some of you will be surprised by this, some of you absolutely will not be. But unlike most baseball fans, my new diamond hero is not a player. It's not some up-and-coming prospect with a lot of grit and passion for the game. It's not an old veteran who has crossed over the threshold and become a manager or a third-base coach, or hell, even a hitting coach. No, no. My new baseball hero and my personal most valuable player of spring training is a man whose name I don't even know. I only know him by the great big security stitched across the back of his polo. And that is right, folks. My new hero in the world of baseball is the Marlin security guard who was banging the lid of a trash can before every pitch during a recent Alex Bregman at-bat. For those of you who do not remember, a couple of years ago, the Astros, among other Major League teams, it should be pointed out, teams whom we seem to be more willing to let off the hook, but not here, not on this show. But the Astros themselves were caught blatantly stealing signals using some technology using television feeds and trash cans to slam uh, with with bats, essentially. They were slamming um, the tops of trash cans to allow their hitters to know when curve balls were coming. You can check out the clip. I know John Boy, John Boy Media did a uh, nice breakdown of at least one of these instances. But there are several. And if you do a mere cursory search on YouTube, you will find mountains of evidence. It is not, this is not something that is up for debate as a maybe, as a possibly they did. There are certain factors that are harder to prove. For instance, like when Altuve had a game-winning RBI, ran around and was like, don't rip my shirt, guys, I'm shy. It was rumored that maybe the Astros had advanced from trash can banging to an actual sort of like nicotine patch slash band-aid that would put vibrations into their arms to signal off-speed pitches that way. So uh, there's your your reminder, there's your uh, refresher of what the hell these scumbags did. And, And now I hear you saying, you know, but Kev, players steal signs all the time. That's as old as a curveball. You know, this is nothing new in baseball. And I hear you, theoretical straw man. However, where you really cross the line for me personally is when you use things that otherwise would not be available to you. So if you have a runner on second and he's able to steal the signs, you know, it sucks to be you, pitcher and catcher. That, that's, that's part of the game. But when you have a camera feed going directly 
into your dugout and you are using technology to get the signals in real time like that, to me, that's a step above. And we can do one of two things. We can either turn our heads and allow everyone in baseball to do it, as I imagine any baseball teams that weren't already on the up and up and knew how to do this. So teams outside of maybe Boston and New York where we can feel very confident that they were doing this. Either we let everyone do this or what we should have done was made an example out of those who benefited the most from this. Alex Cora was suspended, essentially fired for a year, has now been rehired by the Red Sox. So uh, the Red Sox and Yankees, you know, there were some cryptic interview footage you can go back to. If you remember when they, uh, they being the Yankees and the Red Sox, played a series in London where there was a combined total of about 60 runs scored over the three games. There were some very cryptic interviews between the two managers uh, involving players that had come across and knowing what those guys bring. Uh, so was it uh, specifically calling out Carlos Beltran, who played for uh, all three of these um, franchises? And so uh, whoever the, maybe he was the godfather of all of this. Wherever there are athletes, there are always going to be those guys trying to get an edge. It's part of their competitive nature, and I understand that. Now, I am on one hand a bit of a hypocrite here because I have always said uh, that I am against uh, the removal of athletes during the steroid era from the Hall of Fame. I think baseball was about as exciting as it's ever been in the 90s, and the majority of the best power hitters on those clubs and the best pitchers were all on the juice. So I can understand if they want to enforce penalty now and say, hey, we're not going to let you do this. If you pop positively, we're going to suspend you. But to whitewash some of these guys from the record books and to not induct them into the Hall of Fame when we're now in a world where baseball was struggling. It's it's dying in comparison to its other uh, Power 4 counterparts, right? You know, the NBA and the NFL continue to take off despite certain you know, political issues that have caused certain people to not come back to those sports. You know, the NFL certainly lost some viewership because of players taking knees. Uh, the NBA has taken it a step further. They are out there, at least the players are out there on the front lines of activism, wearing uh, jerseys in the bubble that had different sayings on them, um, you know, showing uh, unity by skipping out on games, you know, all kinds of stuff that would cause a certain folk to walk away from that sport, but yet they continue to grow, and, and both, uh, both leagues are going to get monumental television deals. Meanwhile, we have baseball over here, who, thank God, these guys have backed down from their whole, oh, no, no one-upsmanship, no bat-flipping, no showing of any, of any emotion. They're, they were removing... Baseball has a history of removing the, the the very things that make baseball more entertaining. So if you're a baseball purist, if you miss the old ways, you know, uh, I don't know what to tell you. you. If you get what you want, your sport will die. And I don't think that's what you ultimately want. So you need to lighten up, let the kids be kids, or none of the future generations are going to want to play your stiff button-up sport. All right? Let them show emotion. 
Let them have fun. Let them be young men as they go out and do amazing things that all of us wish we could do. Now, I went on a hell of a tangent, didn't I? But what I'm saying is, much like bat flipping and celebrating have a chance to save and revitalize baseball now, as much as it might be icky, the steroid era did just that for baseball in the 90s. With all the home runs, you know, the summer of Sosa, McGuire, then Bonds, just great things, great memories were had. It's unfortunate those guys were juicing, but it was a more common thing. It's you are be hard-pressed to find a power hitter from that decade that wasn't juicing. That, to me, is where there's a bit of a difference here. Again, if if everyone in baseball is doing this live video to the dugout, let's learn the the signals and and signal to each other what's going on, then fine. Then then the Astros are just sloppy. They're the ones who got caught, and it's a bummer that they're going to be taking everybody's heat. But rest assured, they will be taking everyone's heat. I think for a time, one of the many injustices that we have all had to deal with due to COVID-19 keeping us from being able to go out and mingle and causing us all to make sacrifices and stay at home to be safe and all that good stuff. The Astros were probably one of the few groups of people. Of course, I'm sure they all had their own other difficulties as well. I don't mean to belittle the entire situation. However, those guys had to, at least part of them, be like, oh man, we dodged a bullet here, right? We These guys, there's no, there's no crowds to boo us. Uh, we don't have to deal with this bullshit uh, feedback from the shit that we've done. Wrong. And Mr. Security Guard helped bring this back to the forefront. I hope it continues. I hope the Astros are strapped up and ready for the longest freaking season of any of their lives because they are going to hear it. And baseball fans, I think we should let them hear it because none of these guys got suspended. I might be singing a completely different tune here if players had gotten suspended, but we've got a league where players are getting suspended for taunting, uh, getting into altercations, post-game fights, showing some passion, but the guys who were caught cheating received no punishment. If if Robinson Cano is getting a 50-game suspension for doing steroids, why are there no suspensions for the Astros players who were caught stealing signals. How are these two different? The inconsistency is incredibly frustrating. And the least we can do is make sure that the Astros players know that we have not forgotten. And while I don't wish harm on any of them, we can at least make their days a little more difficult and make their away games truly feel like away games. So baseball fans of the world... Unite! It is time to exact our revenge on the horrendous Houston Astros. And that's it. That's all I've got. Yeah, give them hell, boys. Let's make them hear our wrath. Find us on the internet at Smoke Break Sports. We will be talking more NBA trade rumors as the deadline rapidly approaches. We're going to go over my shitty bracket and how it was busted and see if there is some redemption coming in the Sweet 16. Although I will say I'm sitting pretty in regards to Arkansas 
Gonzaga, Michigan, Alabama, Baylor. It's not a complete strikeout for your boy here as far as those original brackets go, but I do not think I'm winning the company pool this year. How about you? Let me know. Tweet me. DM me. Do what you do. Let me know if your bracket is kicking mine in the tail. And in the meantime, you can find all our episodes at SmokeBreakSports.com. Be sure to subscribe or follow or whatever it is that your podcasting platform allows because we upload quite frequently and you'd hate to miss an episode. Until then, I have been Kev. You've been alright. Not too bad. Easy to talk to. Have yourself a good night.